now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. Thank you for listening. SocialSuplex.com. BWB, what's up? Welcome to the November 16th edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not much. Just bringing it via satellite. Via so. satellite. How you love that? So. Um... We have uh, Survivor Series coming up next week, so uh, this is going to be our Survivor Series preview show, and we're going to get to some of the questions that we missed next a couple week? weeks ago. Next week? You mean Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, Sunday. Okay. So, um, it is, uh, where, where should we begin? Uh, I mean, there's there's really two places, only two places to really start from, either the the, the main event, or not the main event, but... Either the the big time Survivor Series traditional match or Brock Lesnar versus Bill Goldberg. Uh, I, so, let's start in let's start in the past, uh, we'll, we'll, and we'll work towards <laughs> towards the towards nowadays. Uh, so Brock Lesnar and Goldberg uh, they met each other on Monday night face to face for the first time since WrestleMania twenty. Um, they pulled the uh, whole Lennox Lewis Mike Tyson security thing in the ring, except. Instead of every other guy turned and faced each other, it was five guys facing one way, then five guys facing the other way. So I, I think they missed. They that did kind that of part. before. I don't I feel know like they, they did, did that with Undertaker and Brock or some, or they did another Brock feud where they put like half the guys facing one and then the other facing, and it was like the whole left side was facing one and their backs on the right were. It, it's I don't know why they do it like that. Whatever. I just want to know who they expected to stop. Like, you think, like, any of these dudes going to stop Brock? No. Yeah, I mean, it's almost as if those guys were props to show how impressive Bill Goldberg and Brock Lesnar are still. <laughs> hmm. You know, it could be, you know. Uh, what what have you thought of this whole feud so far? Um, it, it, it's been going on officially, like, three weeks now. Um... I feel presently surprised by all of it. I feel that every time they've had uh, Bill Goldberg come on TV, I've expected something bad to happen or something weird to happen. And every single time, I have been presently surprised. I thought that it was stupid that they brought Brock or um, Bill Goldberg out the second time when it was just him and Heyman. Yeah. Um, and they brought Rusev out. I thought that I when it first started, I thought why they need to bring him back. Is just have him show up on the go home show against Lesnar in a face to face or a contract contract signing, whatever they're going to do. But that turned out to go really well, and you got to see the jackhammer and the spear on Rusev and um, and Heyman. But I have been pleasantly surprised, and I and honestly, if not for this, like I have been really wearily been beaten beaten wary. Or sorry, I can't even talk right now. I've just been like beaten down by some of these storylines but this one has just been like wow i can't believe that in, a, in the midst of all of this going around 
this has been like the shining beacon and it's the top of the car. Like they're getting like the main event right while everything else seems to be like scatterbrained with millions of plot holes. But this one is solid, very solid. Yeah, um, I've, I've liked it so far. Um, they basically have kept it as, as simple as you could possibly make it. Like, these guys are two big guys that want to kick each other's ass. I would have gone for some physicality on Monday, uh, but I guess we got to wait uh, for Survivor Series to see that. Um, I'm kind of nervous about what the match is actually going to be. Uh, because we know this, this isn't actually this isn't going to be uh, any type of Dave Meltzer five star match. Like this is going to be like hard hitting. And are are you prepared for Goldberg to get dropped on his head like you know uh, double digit amounts of times with via German suplex or what? Like 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 how does this go? I think I think he'll actually have a match with him. So he, I mean, obviously he's going to get German suplex maybe, you know, a handful of times or whatever, but I think he's actually really going to have a, a real live match with him. And I obviously think, I mean, I don't think there's many people that think Bill Goldberg's actually going to win and I'm not one of those people, but I think it'll actually be a real competitive match. I feel like he'll get the quote unquote Undertaker treat Undertaker Triple H treatment where like, and John Cena, the first or the first and third time where it's like, okay. I'll actually wrestle this guy. I would just beat the hell out of him uh, and stand around and stand around for like two thirds of the of the of the time while I'm just you know. So I think we're in, I think we're going to be I think we're going to be surprised. I, I mean, I, I have really really low expectations for their match, mm-hmm. but especially given um Bra- or Goldberg's rust and age. But I think I think they could I. Th- I think the bar is so low that like even if they do some even if they do something that will be like um you know just your average run of the mill average main event smack or or raw or smackdown main event match I feel like that might actually be a surprise. Yeah. Um the thing with uh Goldberg and Lesnar in this match like they pretty much have like they don't have the wrestlemania pressure that would be on them in, in a match like this where it's like oh my gosh it's wrestlemania uh they've got to produce something it's survivor series and i think they can come out there and just kind of you know kick it for like there of a better word like they can come out there and just and just do these things and you know not have to worry about all the pressure um, as far as the elimination matches go, we've got, and I can speak to why you've probably been burned out um, on some of the, the booking for the stories, because every single story is exactly the same. Uh, we, <laughs> we, have, we have six different teams on here that are pretty much exactly the same. Their faces and heels all mixed up. It's like somebody saw the 1995 um, Survivor Series and looked at the wild card um, Survivor Series match from back then and was like, why don't we just do all of them like that? And, you know, pitched that and then went over in the room. But um, every single team has, you know, faces and heels that are at each other's throats that are trying to work together to basically have their brand be superior. And between Raw and SmackDown on, you know, each side, there's there's a lot of people that need to be protected uh, they've got a lot of eliminations to to figure out. 
I guess we should start with the the men's uh, match on here. Okay. Um, so Team Raw is team captain or co-captains Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho with Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, and Seth Rollins. Um, I previously said that they are a Braun Strowman away from being one of the greatest Survivor Series uh, teams that I've ever seen. Um, and they're going to be taking on AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and Shane fucking McMahon. Um, I, before we get to that, though, uh, Braun Strowman, he's getting over. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, okay. I would say he got over for the night, but I don't necessarily, like... Like, it's slowly building. I don't know, I don't, yeah, sure. I, I, I'm not even going to try and qualify it. Compared to where he was when he first came in, he was squashing and beating up the James Elworths of the world. Um, and he was out here beating up multiple jobbers and handicap matches. Compared to where he is now, after the the last two weeks, I say, yeah, he's he's definitely getting over Speaking of James Ellsworth, this this might be the rematch uh, Sunday. James Ellsworth, the mask got a team SmackDown, and you know he might end up in the path of Strowman at some point. You know, get this legendary return match popped off with these two. Um, so uh, what what do we what what do we think? I'm thinking SmackDown's gonna win because SmackDown typically wins all these type of team competition major matches. Um, I'm thinking Raw will win the other two, and, and the SmackDown will win the men's one. What do you think? Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Um, I, but um, back to your point about how in '95 it's similar to '95 thing. It, it's similar, but it's different because there's also it, there wasn't the team warfare thing of being a brand and and having having brand allegiances right. and you being on a team and your team have mean you have like subjugate your ego or your personal feelings. It was the, literally the, the wild card the match. <laughs> right. So like you threw that in there with along with that and now it, and it's just like a just a ball of inconsistency. So like you see stuff like <clears throat> you got guys like AJ Styles and 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 Dean Ambrose are on like walk out walking out together to invade Raw, and it's like, those two hate each other's guts. Get out of here. <laughs> like, you know. What do you think it, about Bray Wyatt like, showing up in the blue t-shirt? People had a bunch, people had an issue with that. Like, people really, really, really want this dude to be like this real Undertaker type dude. Like, nah, man. Like, is we? you don't see how this man keeps losing on pay-per-view? They don't trust, they don't believe him <laughs> like that. Like, it's, he's not that guy. He keeps getting his ass whipped. Um, it is that dude is I I like whatever I I you know I forgot who said it, it might have been um Omar um Shane came out dressed last night like a fuckboy lawyer and I fucking died laughing when he said this oh, shit Oh yeah I saw that yeah yeah I, I mean that that's another thing like do you think Cena's supposed to be the fifth guy and then like something happened with his schedule I would assume so um they happened they they knew that he had to go film that uh American Grit show. I would have preferred to right. see Baron Corbin here because or even uh Dolph Ziggler. Like how about that guy, you know? <laughs> Who who's kinda that like you know, left that off made all the, the sense in the world. Kinda left off all the show. I'm hoping Shane McMahon gets attacked like before the match or something, they have to replace him with uh with Dolph Ziggler. 
That would make sense, especially given like Dolph. I think Dolph has been like a sole survivor twice. Yes. Um, so twenty twelve and fourteen. Yeah. So like, that would make a bunch of sense for like. I mean, honestly, no one really wants to see Shane. I mean, I mean, I feel like people that. do. People, I don't know why. People, no, people like Shane and people pop for Shane, but it's, I think it's a lot of like the you know, like okay, what happens once he gets in the ring? Are you really gonna pop for him? In? Are you really gonna be, in, in, you know like? Are you really gonna be enthused to see them terrible punches? You know, you know he's crazy, James. Like he's unpredictable. You never know what he might do. I mean, I've kind of got an idea. He'll hit you with an elbow drop off the top row while you're laid on the table. I I understand. I've seen this movie before. Um, I'm uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pick SmackDown uh, to win that one. Um, okay. Any so uh, wait wait let's do this. First, first, on both teams, on both teams, first person eliminated on both teams. Ooh, um, it's kind of tough with Team Raw because I feel like Strowman is a count out waiting to happen. Yep, um, absolutely. That man's gonna get that Rusev. Yeah, he gonna try to be. He gonna try and go through a or, fight. James through a barricade and someone moves out the way. Is that what's gonna happen? Yep. So it, it could be him. Uh, because it's gonna be real interesting how they how they handle um, like Rollins and Owens and and Reigns like like those three like like why would you want to beat any of them? That's a great question, but <laughs> you know that, that might, that's the problem with with some of these. Um, so I, I'm preparing for some some fuck eliminations. Um, but uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, my sole survivor is going to be AJ Styles and, uh, and Dean Ambrose. The rest of them three, you know, got to, got to get up out of the paint. Okay. Um, I think that the first person eliminated on um, oh, yeah, I Team Smack. Uh, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> He's going to be the first one eliminated. Wow. <laughs> Alright, uh, wow. Yeah, I, okay, so for me, um, I, I think so, it is, just to recap, it's, it's basically I, I would say, um, I would say Orton. Hmm. Have a early night, get up out of here. I mean, because you know they're, you know they're going to try and like keep Shane in because Shane's McMahon or whatever, so Jesus. like Shane will probably be like the third guy eliminated. Right. Uh huh. Um, and plus, and plus, when you do, plus when you do that, like you, there might be a chance where you have um, Braun Strowman go wild on the on the two quote unquote Wyatts. So yeah, I, that's my so like it would make sense that it would be Orton to go first. Uh, now on the Raw end, for some reason, I want to say Jericho. I mean, he could. I think people will be furious, like, but I mean, if you look like Jericho, at Jericho, exactly, they don't realize it. So I, that's why I'm saying he'll be the first one to go. Like Jericho's the most over person out of all ten of those guys right now on the, on in this thing, and I guarantee you they still think that dude's a, that dude shouldn't be a main eventer right now. Like right now, he should probably be the champion on Raw. <laughs> um, he probably should. He's the most over out of all ten of those guys that's going to be in his match. But they're probably like, eh, whatever, get him out of here. Yep. Uh. Moving on to the women's match, uh, we've got Team Raw, uh, Charlotte, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, and Sasha 
versus Nikki Bella, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, and Naomi. Uh, before we get to any of this, what do you what do you think about Bailey participating in a in a gang beatdown? James, like, did what the hell was this? Because <laughs> I just died laughing when I see it. It just looked ridiculous. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <coughs> so, James, I'm only about I to cry. No, I actually had a, had some folks. Uh, <clears throat> and some of my throats will sound like that, but <clears throat> damn. See, anyway, Bailey out here got yeah. James messed up. <laughs> He's stupid. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, I was really, really, really like. It was almost like watching a movie, and then you see like a movie, like a movie with like a terrible plot hole, and you're just like, I can't unsee this now. This has ruined the movie for me. Wow! Right? So it is almost like um, it's almost like Batman versus Superman with like the whole Martha thing. Like, oh, Batman doesn't kill Superman at the end because they, their mothers both have the same first name. Like that's the whole, that's the whole that's the whole like part of like whatever, whatever. But. Um, yeah, it was just like, nah, that doesn't make any sense. And then another part that messed me up was like, so I believe, uh, Omar, uh, mentioned on the, uh, on the SmackDown live thread that like Sasha versus Charlotte is a rivalry. Yeah. Carmella versus Nikki is a beef, right? (laughs) So, so you think all the times Carmella has jumped out on Nikki and whooped her ass and ran and, and drug her, which you know now yes. you know my am I I call her the queen the queen jump out right yeah so they're in the middle of a match Nikki and, and Carmella in the middle of a match in the middle of all of that hatred and disgust and contempt for one, one another and the raw women come out and they start beating up on Nikki. Beat up Tell Nikki me Bella. why in the world would Carmella go back in the ring and try and fight five women for Nikki Bella? For some reason, it looked like she was trying to jump in on Nikki too, and then realize no. like, hold on, they're all trying to beat her up, and they might turn on me, and then you know they kind of started hitting her too. I don't know, maybe I saw it wrong. Yeah, you saw it wrong. Look, in my mind, what she should have, for me personally, what what I would have done is I would have had Carmella just been like standing there and watching them beat her down, and then when the girl, when the SmackDown girls show up, uh-huh. then she decides to hop in and try and help out. That's what <laughs> should have done. Been like, well, Carmella versus Nikki Bella, like, bro, can can we put this like you know when we do our One Nation Radio end of the year? Can this be a feud of a route or feud of the year candidate? Just, just, just because of the beatdowns, like, like they have to have a stipulation match at TLC. Those two, they have to either have a tables match, they need to have a chairs match, like they need to do something. Okay, I think that. Okay, I think just to be funny, I think we put them on honorable mention. I think that's what will happen. But I mean, like, I don't think they're actually will be able to top to be on the same list as like AJ Styles versus John Cena or AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns or, right. or Sami Zayn versus versus Kevin Owens or, or Miz versus Ziggler. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of hard to do. Yeah, but no, I, I think I've just so had I, a lot I of really, fun watching them too since SummerSlam. I, I have too, and, I, and it's so weird because like, I'm so conflicted about about Carmella because I think personally. Like I think her whole her whole thing is just whack, right? But she does this one thing and she does it so well. It is beat up <laughs> Nikki Bella. Oh man, she she she's she's figured out her niche. So um, yes, yeah, she has definitely. Um, 
So if we had we got do you have a problem with them positioning Nikki Bella as the captain of this team where the whole thing and while Becky's the champion and you know, riding the wave, uh, per se? Um, honestly my real thing my real beef about the whole about her being the captain is if she's the captain because of her veteran experience instead of the that the actual best woman wrestler in kayfabe and also uh, in kayfabe on the company, which is Becky, then why isn't Nat- Natty not even a captain? Why is she not in the match? Right, and and Becky has like has been wrestling for years too. So right, but you know how WWE <laughs> is. They're like they they you know. Like uh, um, other than when it's used for a storyline, all of the time that you've been uh, been around the world wrestling doesn't ever matter, right? right. Like they pretend it doesn't happen unless it's for the benefit of a storyline. Right. So, like, I don't understand. I don't understand the Nikki Captainhood thing. I mean, they're just they're just things. They're just labels, whatever. Right. Right. But. Yeah, um, I'm kind of confused with the whole Natalia on the outside thing. Like, you know, maybe they didn't want to leave Naomi out. So they right. maybe they needed to be able to beat somebody, and they didn't want to beat Natalia because maybe she's challenging uh, for the belt soon or something like that. Um, I guess the only thing I can think of. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the SmackDown women like they're gonna capitalize on uh, the the beef of the Raw women. Either that or Nia Jax like eliminates a bunch of chicks like herself. Like she, she's due for that. Uh, that Roman Reigns, Big Daddy, Cool Diesel, uh, wow, f- three or four elimination uh, type thing. Like I can see. Didn't her... Roman? Didn't Roman in like 2013 eliminate like four, three yes, people himself? And that shit was awesome. Yeah, like the like him versus Mysterio at the end was awesome. Um, and then uh, oh, okay, yeah. so. Yeah, but... Now you thought that the Raw men were going to win, and then like the SmackDown uh, teams were going to win the other two feuds. I now changed my mind now because uh, the Nia Jax thing. No, I believe that the Raw women and the and the Raw men will win, and I believe SmackDown will win the tag team thing. <laughs> yeah, I changed they, my they, mind. They and the reason why I changed my mind is because they're not going to have Charlotte lose on pay per view. Especially with three of the four horsewomen on the Raw team. They're not going to do that. All right. We'll, we'll see what they do I with I changed it. my mind. We'll, because they're still doing this whole Charlotte undefeated yeah. pay-per-view streak thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe they're not, I, I forgot maybe, about maybe, that. Maybe they're just counting it on as sing, uh, uh, for a singles match. So, I don't know. See, now the thing... See, because all right, so if she loses and you do that, then you then you have to start putting qualifications on it. And that doesn't sound as good. Right, right. Oh well, WWE's not above that. <laughs> putting, putting qualifications on some <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, but think of it like this. All right, so they have three to four horsewomen, and then they have Nia Jax, who is like if they're trying to push any like any of the young girls that to, to, to be a star, it will be her more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like. In, in in a kayfabe draft thing, like they will have what three or four of the top seven, six picks, maybe. Yeah, because I mean, if you're not pick, if like, it's Flair, Bailey, Jax, Banks, I mean, the only other ones that you put in there are like Becky and Nikki. Becky and, and Nikki, maybe Alexa yeah. Bliss. I don't know. 
Nah. She's far away, but she, she's trying. She's hilarious. I'll give her that. Like, this whole thing she's got going on is, is kind of funny, but it's just not there yet. Um, Team Raw <laughs> for the SmackDown and, and Raw, or excuse me, for the uh, tag teams. It's 10 on 10. This is going to be a really long match. I don't know if you've ever watched a 10 on 10 elimination match. Like, they did one in 1988, I believe. Very good match. It's just long as fuck. Like, this is going to be at least like a half hour. Uh, a lot of eliminations to get to. Um, they do it where if one member of the team is eliminated, then both guys go back. I assume that's the same way they're going to do it here. Um, in this match, I've writ- written in a couple columns that is going to tell us a lot about the future of these divisions. Um, hopefully, we can start getting Rhino and Heath Slater up out the paint. That election is over, so we can get that belt off of Rhino and, and get those belts on to either the Usos or American Alpha. And then we've got the New Day, basically team captaining a team with Sheamus and Cesaro, uh, the club, Enzo and Cass, and the Shining Stars who are about to get uh, beat like a drum. Like, those boys might um, get that uh, that Mark Henry knockout immediately. Uh, bell ring, oh, catch a yeah. go- catch a gore from Rhino immediately. I forgot about that. Remember what they like, did to wait, Mark? Was... Yes, but that well, Mark was the second person. Was he the first person eliminated or second the person first, eliminated? The first. They rang the bell. Remember... That man turned around, caught the right hand from the big show. That's right, because he was getting hyped. He was getting hyped, and, and um, and Triple H ass was up on the apron in a suit. Yep. And that man hyped. That man turned around and caught a, a WMD. Yep. That's right. Yep. So they're going to have to do a couple of those type of eliminations. Uh, what, what are you expecting out of this match, James? High spots. High spots. High spots. Fast pace. High spots. Um, maybe one or two break-ins where everybody gets in the ring and starts doing foolishness. Um, oh, a lot of quick pinfalls, too. Yeah, dude's got to get like, beat. I, I think, I think, wait, I got a question. So, did they specify whether or not all 10 guys on your team has to get eliminated, or did they specify that How typically- once somebody from a team gets eliminated, then you and your other Uso twin brother gets, has yeah. to take your ass to the back? Usually how it goes in this 10-on-10 10 10, uh, format is one guy gets beat, both members leave. So, unless they've changed it, you know, that's how it normally goes. Um, okay, I think you've got to let one of. Uh, I don't know. Now I'm kind of now I'm kind of waffling on this one because it's like you. I feel like you have to like let uh, the new day survive and another team, which will be their opponents. So I guess Sheamus and Cesaro, and let the rest of them get beat. You know, uh, Enzo is here to take a pin. Uh, the Shining Stars they'll take a pin and they'll beat Carl Anderson like nothing. Um. See, here's the thing, right? So, if you were doing a kayfabe breaking after New Day, who would be the second team? Sheamus and Cesaro. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. Well, I don't see any any uh, real reason to beat them, like especially if they're going to go forward in a feud. Right, but this is not New Japan that we're talking about, which was how this would work. <laughs> um, Good point. 
So who knows? Uh, we, look, we might get a double count out. Yeah, you know there is no survivor. No, nah, y'all both died. <laughs> oh man! Um, after that, we've got the Brian Kendrick versus Kalisto. Do is it me or you know do I do you just anticipate this match just being terrible? I don't anticipate being terrible. I anticipate that no one will care early on and people might turn around on it. Might. Uh, I I just hope Kaliso is prepared not to botch stuff uh, because Brian Kendrick will go out there and let you die. You know, I don't think he's the man to actually come out there and, you know, put in his, you know, to help you out with all this. Uh, if Kalisto wins, the title will go over to SmackDown. Um, and this kind of plays into the Miz versus Sami Zayn match as well, uh, where the IC title will go to Raw. Um, I've heard a couple things, like, um, as far as, like, Sami Zayn winning the title, then going to SmackDown anyway. Like, I I don't know. But uh, Kendrick and Kalisto, I'm not really excited for it. I, I, I kind of want Kalisto to just to take the belt off of him because, you know, me, I'm not here for this the Brian Kendrick shit. Um, well, it, it, well, honestly, why should you, why would why should anyone care about this match? It came out of nowhere. Good question. Really, like, there's no reason. Nowhere, and it seems like it's only justification. And it seems like it's literally only a justification to like move all the cruiserweights to Tuesdays. That's literally it. Like somebody had a great idea. How can we? Right. How can we line up our tapings? Oh, this will do it. And then Kendrick right. gets rematch, and they can all take the ass of SmackDown and 205 Live and go out right. there and be left to die. Um, right. So me, <laughs> stupid. So <laughs> so think of it like this, right? I don't know the percent, you know, the the hardcore audience is, get, is becoming a larger, larger, larger and larger percentage of the overall um, percent of overall, like, group of people that watch this stuff. So, like... Who watches this without knowing the mechanics of, like their tour, their touring to an extent to know that like, oh yeah, they're having a two hundred five live show that comes on immediately after SmackDown, so they sort of have to move the cruiserweights all two Tuesday nights anyway. Right. That's probably why they're doing this. So you'd be like, okay, why should I care about this other than, other, like, like, it's weird why they're why they're doing this. I don't I don't I don't see why T.J. Perkins is having his match right his rematch right now in this pay per view. I don't get it. Other than to just do the whole brand split thing of there's so many brand split matches. Bruh, what if they do like a, a double pin or some shit? What? They'd be like, yeah, it was a double pin, so y'all gonna be on both like a shows. Ger- like a German, su- like yes. a bridging German suplex and both. Yes. Oh my God. You know, uh, Kalisa be like, I'm the champion. And then Kendrick be like, no, I'm the champion. All right, y'all will fight for it next month in a ladder match at TLC. Yeah. Nah, you know they do be like, you know what? We're gonna start. We're gonna have the cruise rate classic on two hundred five live again. Another one. Run it back. Um, I, I mean, can you blame them? We, I mean, can we bring Ibushi in for that? You know, <laughs> boy, I know Kota Ibushi I mean, looking at this I shit like, thank God. Yeah, yeah, they, he he was right not to, but trust these guys. Not at all. They they would have ruined this already. Um, Miz and Sami Zayn. Uh, Ziggler lost the IC title last night, and I must say I was not shocked at all. Like, before the match uh, started, I quoted in our Facebook group, I was like, Ziggler looked like he ready to lose. Like, <laughs> just the way he was looking at the belt, and it was just like, 
what the hell? Miz is now a six-time Intercontinental Champion. He is the pinnacle. You know, he's he he is the man I think of when I think of the Intercontinental Title for the last five years between those two guys. So, okay, so who has more Intercontinental Title reigns than him besides like Jericho? I really think that might be it. Um, wow! Unless it's like Rob Van Dam. Oh yeah, he did with a bunch of them. Hold on. Yeah, I, I, I will have an answer for you momentarily. Okay. Yeah, so I just don't I don't I don't understand why like I, I have no reason to believe that Sami Zayn is gonna win the IC title now because like you don't just put the put it back in Miz's hands if you're just gonna have him hand it off to him in a lesser match than what he would have had with Ziggler. You know what I mean? Like that'd be weird. Nobody. Only Chris Jericho has held it more times. Jeff Jarrett and Rob Van Dam have each had it six times. Wow. And Wade Barrett Jeff had it Ricky five. Jarrett. Who? Wade Barrett. Wow. Triple H also had Jeez. it five times. Who else had it five times? Triple H and Edge. Wow. Wow. So, uh, you know, is, the, look, the Miz, belt, the Miz, better than Razor Ramon. Wow, here you go. You know, The Miz, better than Christian. You going to say Steve Austin, too, since he, you know, you going to go there, too? I mean. In, in The Rock? I mean, we, we can go Bret Hart. You know, we can go, um, you know. All right, you make me a, all right, you, you are annoying me now. No, no, <laughs> better than Bret you know, Hart. All right, you know, me. Mr. Perfect, you know, and I, and I, you know. Wow. Let's see who else was on this list that they had. Uh, you know, Shawn Michaels, Brian. you know, Shawn Michaels, yeah, who, Dolph Ziggler. you know, uh, he, he, he broke the tie with Dolph Ziggler last night, wow. you know, uh, <laughs> Rey Mysterio, nah, Eddie Guerrero, the Miz, the Miz, standard of excellence out here on you boys. <laughs> man, Miz, Miz is like the most improved wrestler this year, like, so I, I have no issue with that. Like that man, like, it's weird to see, like, I think, what, a year ago? No, I'm sorry. Two years ago. He was doing the Mizdow shit. Right. And he was just, like, kind of just floating by. And it was just like. like, Miz, like Miz always has something going on with him to be like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, you know, he's doing something different. It's, stick, it's sticking out. It's something that's like so him and like, every, you know, because he's always been such a really good heel and everyone hates his guts. So, okay, he's figured out a way to work, work this on the fact that people hate his guts. And now that man's out here doing Daniel Bryan moves and stuff. Then he can't yes. wrestle no more and bury Daniel Bryan backstage. Like, now this is going to sound geez. crazy. I want him and Undertaker to have a match. Miz and Undertaker? Yes. Since Undertaker's back talking about, you know, we going to bring it and all comers and, you know, whatever, uh, which we'll get to. But, you know, why not? You know, I, I like to see the Miz get a shot at it. You know, Bro, he don't got to win or nothing. Look, the very first time, uh, the very first time when Reese goes out there and makes his Undertaker, I'm done. Like, I just can't. <laughs> I can't. Okay, um, so I I think Sami Zayn's gonna win the title. I I just think they're gonna swap the belt. So they're gonna have two title changes in one week. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. So all right, 
So when is it, so when is Ziggler gonna get his title shot? His title rematch then? Never. They don't care about Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Come on, man. Look, Ziggler Miz is one of Ziggler Miz is one of the is is gonna be on that list for for rivalries or, or feud of the year. Yeah. Cool. So <laughs> they've had enough oh, matches. Wow. Bro, you didn't, bro, I love that match they had last night. Look, I loved I it too. I thought it was good too. I personally, work wise, work like work wise, I personally think that was the best match they've had hmm. out of the four. Um. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Sami Zayn. Um, it, Sami Zayn and Kalisto, they, they're gonna trade Look, these belts back and forth. And Sami about to get maced. <laughs> um, so did you watch the state of WWE address at some point? Nah, why'd I do that? <laughs> oh my gosh, it was excellent. That's why. Uh, Dan- Daniel, I, I heard it look, Dan- out here, out Daniel, give no fucks, Brian, out here shooting on on I, everything. Okay, we'll recap it for us then. All right. So um, basically, there's you know there's four people on the show. Uh, well, after Paul Heyman leaves, you know he comes there to talk to that Brock Lesnar shit. But um, we've got Shane and and uh, and Daniel Bryan on one side, and then Mick Foley and Stephanie on the other. Stephanie man is trying to direct the conversation towards talking about Survivor Series, and then all of a sudden it's just like morphing into Daniel Bryan versus Mick Foley and like these shoot comments. Like, somebody would talk about something in kayfabe, and they'd have to answer in a shoot. And then it's like, you can't really, you know, maneuver around. And basically, Foley was talking some shit like, you know, you didn't even really want to do this job. I wanted to do this job. Like, I'm choosing to be here. And Dale Brown was like, you're right. They're making me do this shit. Like, but, and you know, and I'd rather be wrestling. We all know that. But, But how can you talk about me when you quit WWE when you were a commissioner because you couldn't wrestle to go wrestle in TNA? And it said it right on air. And it was just like, this man, Dale Brown, like, is he trying to get himself fired out here? <laughs> get, no, I mean, get let he, out that contract. Daniel Bryan ain't no idiot. Daniel Bryan just started pushing people's buttons because he realized that he, he, him and his job security. You ain't going to fire him. Look, you can't fire me. You can't touch him. So. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like, what you going to do? Like, yeah, he just pushing buttons. Like, but I'm not saying he's about to go, you know. I, that I, man's you know, going I'm, rogue I'm out here, about, James. No, I'm not saying he's about to go Brian Pillman on him, but I'm just saying, like, he, you know, he, he likes to, you know. Push the boundaries, you know. He likes Bruh, to poke the bear. This is about as close as like like all this stuff. Darren Bryan's doing on on talking smack. Like he's realized that he had he literally has a, a a open forum to literally say whatever he wants because, like we mentioned, they can't fire him. B, they won't fire him. And C, what are they really gonna do? Like, you know, like. So Dan Bryan can literally like you know just say whatever and, and it's okay, you know you got to deal with it. But I, I'm really enjoying this Daniel give no gives no fucks Bryan. Uh, he's you know entertaining the hell out of me. Let's see if we can get some of these uh, questions that we had over here. Uh, Jeremy and this was from a couple weeks ago. Uh, Jeremy had asked how would we book uh, Lesnar versus Goldberg, the match. Jeez. Brock wins clean? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I don't... I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I I, I would... 
I would suggest that they stay away from any type of shenanigans. I think they should have someone like whoever wins should be win clean. And I'm probably thinking it's going to be end up being Brock. I mean, I don't really see a need for Goldberg to win unless they already unless they have plans on having him fight. Go you have a rematch at WrestleMania, and it's a, some type of stipulated rule like you know I don't know, no DQ or something. Um, I think that um, like personally, I want all the smoke and all the mirrors. Uh, I don't I, I don't know if Heyman needs to take another spear to try to hop in the ring to save Brock and then basically he spears Heyman and then he turns around and eats the F five, something like that. Uh but I, I don't think you can just dominate Goldberg and let him have this suplex city massacre match. Right, right, right. I wanna have a real match. I think they I think they're gonna have a real match. I just don't I mean I'm not an agent. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, all I can tell you is about what the finish, the finish is going to be about. And I think I think they're going to come out and they're going to, you know, immediately start locking up and then go and then Brock's going to suplex him twice and then they'll go from there. Right, right. Uh, we got another question from Jeremy. Uh, we're getting closer to the Royal Rumble. Who are some of your favorites to win? Oof. Um... I've seen a lot of buzz on the internet after the whole Undertaker thing. People are like saying, like they really think, uh, or maybe it's actually been confirmed. I have no idea, or you know, back or confirmed, you know, with a quotation marks around it. But Undertaker versus versus uh, Styles at WrestleMania. I'm sorry, WrestleMania, but uh, Royal Rumble. I'd be so, down for that. I mean, I don't. I, I really don't know. Um, if you were to ask me, it probably should be like. Finn Balor or Seth Rollins, but you know, yeah, Seth's been in the, Seth's been in the title picture for so freaking long that I don't, I don't know to do that, and it can't be Roman Reigns because I mean they've done why that twice it, already. Huh? <laughs> Look, why can't it? You know, um, I mean you're right; they can do whatever they want, but I I, I mean they're going to get the same result. I, I just boos. feel like I feel like Roman Reigns is going to win some type of tournament. To fight for the belt at WrestleMania, like he'll be named I mean, number one contender that way. They'd be a lot smarter to do that rather than ruin the Royal Rumble. Who knows? Like it can't be Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is champion. Um, there's nobody on there's nobody on SmackDown that I would say yeah he should win the Royal Rumble other than other than um, AJ Styles. But AJ Styles is champion right now. Right. The only other thing they could do is. Have Owens and and Reigns get in this feud and have Reigns win the title and go into WrestleMania as the champion and let Brock Lesnar win the Rumble and then run that. Like they could do that. Um, oh. Yeah. So and that. But okay, but we've started a tradition of having Brock Lesnar be in triple threat matches at Royal Rumble or I'm sorry, or being some type of early like, in the why year. Would you want to yeah. S- yeah. Why would you want to stop? Why would you want to change that? I mean, you could. It would, I mean, the the triple threat match it could be him, Jericho, and uh, Owens. Ooh, that's a good one. All right, my my answer is Jericho. Then I forgot about that. Yeah, Jericho's never won the Rumble. He hasn't. He hasn't. Um, I don't know if, I, if he's going to do it this time, but I mean, the way it's setting up, if Kevin like just, Owens is just still based champion, on merit, you know. Based on merit and the fact that Kevin Owens is still champion, if they if they get to the point where they are now, like there's they're they're set up for they're split set up for a 
meeting a clashing of um a meet like a, a, a turn. Like yeah, he's due. Uh-huh. Like that could be the main. That could be a. I mean, that's not gonna be a main event because you know, there's, who knows if the Rock wrestles? Who, uh, who knows if the Undertaker wrestles? Who knows if, who Brock's gonna wrestle? Who knows if Triple H wrestling? So you already know that you're going to get. Um, I mean, they figure out something for Reigns. Jericho Owens might be the way to go. Never know. Never know. Um, personal personal favorite, I'd probably say, will be like Finn Balor, but um. Yeah, they've, so they've got to they've got to do something to make me care about him. But uh, j- it's just so, saying, it's sort of weird that like, I, like I'm thinking of there's three guys that come to mind immediately: Balor coming back, um, Jericho and Rollins, and all three of them on Raw. Yeah, and SmackDown, like there's literally no one with a shot. I mean, I mean, you can I, have Dean Ambrose win the Royal Rumble. No, Cena. He could. Cena could win the Royal Rumble again, and that would be three. And then get, you know, that's what they're saying. Have him win, have Undertaker beat Styles, have Undertaker beat a champion. Yeah, but hey, come on, man. Like, yeah. like, why would, like, you don't need to do this. Like, as far as, like, but this isn't something WWE's good at. Like, to put a worthy championship match, and then if, if Undertaker doesn't have the title, it's more flexibility you have for your card. Like, you can have Styles in a championship match, so he feels important. You can have Undertaker and Cena do their thing. But, you know, WWE would probably be like, well, oh, it needs to be a bigger match. Put the title on the line, too. Uh, Cena and well, Undertaker. Th- like, that doesn't need the title. Well, I think what I think what happens is, like, they're more caught up. They, I mean, we've seen this. They're more caught up in the, in the stars and whatever else um, that they can bring into whatever show to draw or whatever. Because they still believe in the star power thing over the, the power of the brand, and then they look at the flexibility of their card. It's like, all right, well, if I give Undertaker and Brock Lesnar the their belts and their respective uh, uh, brands, then instead of me having to have to fix out four matches for for Brock Undertaker Triple H, I'm sorry, well, three for Brock Undertaker Triple H, and then have two other. Uh, title matches, then I don't have to worry about doing three or four, depending on if I give both of them the belts or one of them the belt. You know what I mean? Man, we need to just have Brock Lesnar versus The Rock versus Triple H versus The Undertaker. A fatal four-way <laughs> elimination match. The three losers gotta retire. Fuck them. Like, that's, that's what they need to do. <laughs> fatal four-way elimination look, match. You, the, the sad part is, I'm gonna say, man, you brought a Rock like like The Rock don't wrestle. The Rock was just wrestling the last wrestle. Alrighty, we are back. Technical difficulties. James, you were saying? Yeah. You know what, like, you know what it's become now that I'm thinking about it? Rock Lesnar, The Rock, Undertaker, and uh, Triple H have basically turned into Macho Man, Hogan, and Ric Flair from 90s WCW. <laughs> they're, they're, they're stars from the pre, they're stars from the, from the decade ago, from like the previous more, more like, star-driven era that are in the way of the guys that are up and coming like they're out there in the way of of the booker t's and the diamond dallas pages and wow. all the cruiserweights like, like they're just in the way like i don't mean in a bad way because like just like back in the 90s like i enjoyed seeing hogan out there you know spray painting the title and everything and, but and the wrestling doing it. but like they're just in the way 
man. And I think this is just all a per- the time in WrestleManias now. This is just a perfect time for me to talk about how much I hated Hollywood Hulk Hogan as a kid. Like he never fucking wrestles. Like on the, and all, anytime he does, all he does is fucking cheat and keep the belt every fucking month. Fuck this guy. Like, <laughs> look, let's look or beat this man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, this is how, how hopeless I was as a kid. I was pinning my hopes on Lex Luger to bring it home for WCW. And he did. Yeah. For for six days, he brought it home. <laughs> six days. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, excuse me, it was five because they did um the pay-per-view on a Saturday that year. Wow. Look it up. <laughs> wow. But yeah, those guys are all in the way and, you know... I, I, you know, the WrestleMania tickets went on sale earlier today, um, and lots of tickets were being sold, I see, and lots of them were sold out. Bro, like, all, all of the, like, packages were already sold out. So, we're, we're gonna have I, to, we're gonna so, have to come up on tickets in, in alternate means, apparently. I, so, like, so, so think of it like this, right? So, I found out about the, like, I thought that... You know, the whole pre-sale thing, the early sale thing was like some exclusive thing of people that, you know, have bought tickets to WWE in the last year, you know, and had an account or whatever. I found out they were just giving that thing away any way they could. Like, if you had a network subscription, they gave you the password for network. If you just, if you just typed, if if you're on Twitter and just typed in WrestleMania, WWE gave you one that said the code was tweets. If you, if you um, went to their .com, they had a code that was just .com. Um, like they do, they were just giving it away for anybody. So I look. So the tickets went on sale. I think either ten or eleven today, and I think I looked around at twelve, and all the packages for all the shit was gone. I was like, "All right, well, I guess I'm gonna all the card it." Yeah, but we got to figure we out. To make this happen. Yeah, ain't no way WrestleMania coming to Orlando, and I ain't going. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they're going to have plenty of tickets. Like they've got seventy thousand seats to to fill up, or however many fit right. in the Citrus Bowl. They're not just all going to sell out today. You know, it's not like uh, you know, <laughs> it's, I don't say it's not like uh, 1998 Stone Cold Steve Austin is walking through that door. <laughs> yeah, and they up. like look, look. Just because Goldberg around don't mean you can sell out the Georgia Dome, okay? Right. Like in, in the quickness. I know that Georgia, you get my point. Like, yeah. it, it, it's not the same thing. It's just not. Uh, we've got some other questions, but it looks like they were a little dated. We'll go to Simon right here. Uh, he says, Why are the cruiserweights so boring? Well, um,. Well, one, tell them, tell them what they're doing to them, Rich, already. Okay. Um, I don't know what if they you guys... What are they doing to the Cruiserweight roster? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want me to read off the names? Huh? You want me to read off the names of the Cruiserweight no, roster? Just say, okay. No, just tell, just tell so, them just tell our, our viewership what they're doing to that to the to the uh, main, or, sorry, the Cruiserweight roster right now. So, when I was watching Raw on Monday night, uh, they were, they cut to the Cruiserweights. And these guys were all lined up together, and it looked like they were about to have a conversation, and Brian Kendrick stood up on something. 
I looked around and I was like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. And it looked like they were in this dark area that was just like where literally no one else was. They were put in that room and when it's time to let them out for their little match inside the purple ropes, they let them out and then they put their ass right back in there and then just ship them to the next town. You know, it, it dawned upon me, these boys are being segregated out here, James. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem, uh, Simon. They're they're being segregated, you know, and like they're in their own separate universe where they don't interact with anybody else, like in on the roster. So, like for example, when we've seen since the women's uh, women's revolution uh, started off, like we've seen interactions with um, Sa- Sasha Banks and Enzo, Sasha Banks and Roman Reigns, Charlotte and Rusev. We've seen Bailey in the New Day, right? Yep. Like we none of we've seen nothing as far as uh as far as the cruiserweights doing anything with anybody else. Like not even a, not even a quote unquote big and little like mixed tag match or whatever. None of that. Right. It is it, 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 and it's like you know how we always joke the WWE doesn't learn any lessons ever. And it's like, not only did they not learn lessons, like, they do it worse the second time around. Like, so we just had this issue two years. We just had this issue, uh, what, uh, right before SummerSlam uh, a year ago with the Divas Revolution when they brought in, they brought up uh, three of the horsemen and they they shipped them off and they divided them into uh, three teams of three and they tried to get nine of them over to try to, you know, build their build their roster up. And they they failed and they stumbled and they had all these issues and also a lot of it is due to the fact that they probably had the wrong um, incumbent as champion at the time, but whatever. Uh huh. Um. So and then you then you start doing like the backstabbing stuff where like Paige turns on 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 Charlotte, then Charlotte turns on Nikki. I'm not Nikki, but turns on Becky, but whatever. Like once, but once they start getting the individual stuff. It actually started to turn. It started to turn around, right? And then they, you know, they, they basically broke off from the from the brand thing, and you know, they started they started putting together, you know, good feuds, solid feuds, and good and solid matches. But it took, you know, pretty much six months for them to figure out where they need to go. Uh, four to four to six months to figure out where they need to go. So you flash forward to, um. This summer in the cruiserweight division, and they bring up the, the cruiserweights and they basically give them a, a pretty much two to three segments every uh, every episode of Raw, and they pretty much bring them all out, and they don't get to talk. They don't get this. Um, they, they, there's only been one real feud we've seen it, between two guys, and they, they, it's been bad. Um, Understatement. <laughs> but the rest of the roster, they don't get to talk, and then you see this this. Segment where Brian Kendrick is a champion. He's sitting over. The, he's standing on this box on top of all of them, on top of on top of them. And he's talking, and then everybody says their two sentences. The rest of the group is standing up, looking up at Kendrick, and it's like, all right. So you had one segment, and you basically let nine people talk, and they all trying to get each other get over at the same time, basically like right after after one right after one another. And it's like, wow. You did, you're basically doing the same thing you did with Divas except worse now because they all like geeks. Yep. Uh, and 
TJ Perkins talking about he didn't get his rematch, and then Rich Swan bringing up that he didn't, you know, he's beat the champion twice. Uh, I don't think these guys have, have been watching the show. This is just how these things go on Monday Night Raw. You know, it just doesn't. Oh. And then that's another part about it. Like, why would you bring up your obvious plot holes in your? What are you doing? <laughs> Like, and meanwhile, Kalisto gets a shot at the belt. Like, this makes no sense. <laughs> why would you bring up? Why would you bring attention to the fact that like what you've done is stupid? Like, why is it not a fatal four-way match? Exactly. That, yeah, that would that would probably work a little bit better. And I'm I'm under, I'm I'm concerned. Like, why don't they have a cruiserweight Survivor Series match lined up? Just a thought. You know, oh, my fault. My fault. They do a six man tag match just about every week on Raw, so I don't think we need to do it again for the pay per view. Well, so, wait, well, not even that. Do they do they have ten cruiserweights right now? Uh, they could do four on four. Do they have eight cruiserweights on this roster? I don't know. Yeah, I think they do. Okay, they have they have uh, Swan, they have Kendrick, they have uh, Perkins, they have uh, uh, Dorada. Yep. They have uh, Dar. They have um, what's your boy's name? Uh, Gulak. Yep. Gulak. Um, Alexander. Nice. Yep. That's an eight already. They have Sergio Alexander. And they have Sinkara and Callisto. And yeah. I mean, you could also throw in Neville, but why would we do that? Yeah. Why right. would we ever? Why would we ever put one of our what ten, fifteen best wrestlers on the roster in <laughs> ring work? Why would we ever put him on TV? That make. Why would we ever do that? Why I, we ever I, do I don't TV? think that would help at all, James. You know. Um, two more uh, questions, like also based around the women, uh, from Gerard and Nathaniel. How do you build on the women's revolution without being able to place trust in Sasha's ability to stay healthy? Um, I don't know if that's exactly a fair question because she's gotten injured a couple of times. Uh, she's a really good seller and she may look more hurt than she actually is. Uh, I don't think Sasha Banks is the square person you need to build around because they have a bunch of building blocks, I feel like. James, you want to hop in on that? Okay, so what was the question again? It was, how do you build on the women's revolution without being being able to place trust in Sasha's ability to stay healthy? Well, easy. When you have somebody that comes in and debuts, you don't have them sit around. You don't de- debut them and then have them sit around and wait for the gesticle like what they're doing with Bailey. Bailey should have been after SummerSlam. She should immediately should have been in um, the title title feud with Charlotte. Like, would, would it have been time for her to win? No, but she should have been in there. She should have at least been out there getting her ass kicked or whatever. And then she goes back and builds back up from there. Like right. they. It's so weird what they did with her. Like they brought her up, she's over like Rover, in the words of uh, the old timers, and then they have like literally done next to, less and less with her. And, and then you get to the point where a couple weeks ago, um, she 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 gets the number one contendership effectively, and then she gets squashed by Nia Jax <laughs> by by Nia Jax, and it doesn't even lead to a Nia Jax versus Bailey feud or anything. It's just like. To where like, oh yeah, you have to overcome this monster before you can, you know, get your actual title shot that you already earned because you clearly, you know, have something still left to prove. Like it's it's so weird what they did with that. Um, I, I don't know. I, and then, in, in a weird way, like I don't I don't know what to make of the women on SmackDown. Um, I don't know what to make of Alexa Bliss and. Um, Alexa Bliss and Becky's feud right now. 
I don't know what to make of um, Natalia's future when she's doing this. Like, I mean, do you think they're turning? Are you think they're working on a Natalia face turn? I mean, they just turned her heel, so probably not. Well, well, no, she no, she's been healed since she turned on Becky. How long ago was that? That was like at Money in the Bank, or like the the show after that, Battleground, maybe. Oof, because that was before the brand split when they when they when she right. turned on her, right? Because like they came into the brand split and that was like the big like women's feud, and then it just kind of got dropped. I don't know. But I mean I don't know I don't know how you know how she's not I don't know what the purpose of her doing these um these comedy skits unless her the plan is to turn her back face. Yeah, that's true. She's sing, singing all these songs and all that. Um and yes. another 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 question about for the women from uh Kiara Marshall. Um we've got that and this was about the hell in a cell, is do we feel that the outcome of Sasha versus Charlotte was the right one? I, I, I'm not a fan of beating the champion that fast. I didn't have a problem with Like, I don't have an issue with them doing it. Uh, like, you know, because they want to... If they have something to build it for, cool. But I'm not throwing my pitchfork up like it was bearing Daniel Bryan or something about it. I I have an issue with it because... The only, re- the only logical reason to have Charlotte win in that situation would be to A, well, not, not be A, the only reason would be to have her have this pay-per-view win streak. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't really see why you would need a pay-per-view win streak. Like, it, it, it's weird. Like, she's the top, I don't know. Like, she doesn't like, she's need the a top, streak? She doesn't need a streak. Mm-hmm. Like she's clearly the like she's clearly the woman that they chose, right? And she's clearly the best heel they have. So I don't. You mean Maybe. the only only explanation I can see out of it is like okay, they still need to extend this feud more and more and more because they need to. Um, they're bad. trying to hold Bailey off. Yeah. Um, but all- then, but if but then that's the case, and like you need to like you know do something with Bailey. Maybe they feel like if Charlotte isn't the champion or challenging for the belt, like what do they really have for her? And I wouldn't put it put it past them to to not be able to think of something for someone. But if your excuse is we need somebody to stay strong because we don't know what they're to do, we don't keep them strong, then like then maybe like that's 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 really fucked up. Yep, yep, she's fucked up, James. It's fucked up. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like that's like, like you know what that is? That's almost like the Randy Orton's uh, issue. Like, okay, if Randy Orton's in the mid card, we don't we don't really know what to do with him. Like when he's champion, we know what to do. we know how to figure out how to make this dude look like actual champion. When he's not, he might not give a fuck. Right. You know, play with. And it's not that's play. not a good thing. Um, trying to think what else we had going on. Um, this week in wrestling news, Vader came out and said he had some type of congestive heart failure and he's been given two years to live. Um, let's send our best out to Vader and his family. Hopefully they can get that turned around. Uh, hopefully it is not a actual, uh, diagnosis of, Hey, this is when, uh, your number's being called. 
Um, the Undertaker is back. Uh, weird transition there. Um, the Undertaker is back, and he says that he's here. He's he. What, what was the line, James? He's taking souls and digging holes. Woo! You know, spitting them rhymes for y'all boys out there. So, um, if the Undertaker is back, like, like the full time Undertaker, like, like, what does this mean? Like, is he just gonna show up on SmackDown? Like, is it just pay per views or what do we think th- is happening I think here? I think he's gonna have like the Brock schedule or something similar. Like, it, like he shows up for like he probably is gonna wrestle like four pay per views a year or something like that. And like he comes in, he has a big program, and it's must see TV and just to add to the. Uh, it's basically just to turn these like these SmackDown cards into four hour, into three hour cards. Oh my! I think Lord. that's really what it is. As opposed to having like the two 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 hour and thirty minute cards now, there's right. gonna be the full three hours now. Right. Giving uh, you money's worth. I wonder uh, if any of these guys actually will get to beat the Undertaker. Um, yeah. Since, since it's not yeah. at WrestleMania, you know. No, and... not even that. I, I feel like because he came out, he says he specifically said that he will no longer be judged. I think he said he will no longer be judged by WrestleMania or whatever. Which mean, mean to like, me, what like it's not like he's saying like, yeah, bro, I'm about to lose it this WrestleMania. Like I don't like whatever. I'm about to lose this WrestleMania. It's fine because I'm going to lose to John Cena. It's not going to be a big deal because I only lost. You know, you're trying to build it up like, already. I already. Like, I feel. I feel like that's what he's saying. Like, like to me, that's what it seems like. Like he's like, yeah, bro, I'm about to do a job at WrestleMania to, to see. Him. That's what, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> bro, what going to say? Came out and said this shit. Yeah, man, I'm about to do a job at WrestleMania. <laughs> I know. Well, it's I mean, ridiculous. you can't say it like yeah, that. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous to say that, but um, yeah, uh, like what are. Is Styles the the most anticipated opponent for this guy? Like because it'll give us the the immediate flashback of Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Um, I mean that's the number one guy on anyone's list, right? Like if if, if he's going to be exclusively on SmackDown and not like a floater that can go between either show, right? My number one, my number one pick would be for him and um would be him and AJ Styles, right? But we it's not. I don't think. I mean. Given that he gave that speech and he was like, Team SmackDown, y'all need to rise the fuck up, then I think he's going to be exclusively a SmackDown thing. But right. if he was a floater, then it would be cool to see him versus some of the young guys, right? And actually be able to get these these things done as opposed to like, yeah, bro, it'll probably never happen. We'll never see Kevin Owens versus Undertaker. We'll never see Finn Balor versus Undertaker. Yeah. We'll never see Roman Reigns versus Undertaker. Rusev right? versus Undertaker. I don't think Rusev would ever get that big. Like, look, bro, Undertaker, Undertaker's done uh, wrestling monsters. He, he, I mean, I think those days, bro. All right. What do you mean? Undertaker versus Braun Strowman, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, uh, if I saw Undertaker versus Braun Strowman on the card for WrestleMania, bro, I'd be so upset. Bro. So upset. So, you about to get blown. All right. Um, uh, have you heard about who Braun Strowman's opponent, next opponent is going to be? Like his his next feud? Oh, the dude he's wrestling at the house shows? Yes. That guy. Yeah, the big show. Yes. Braun Strowman versus the big show. Holy shit. Minus five stars. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not much else to say there. Um, maybe we could get a Randy Orton and Undertaker match again uh, at some point. You know, Orton fought him when he was young, and now he's older. And you know, maybe he could whoop the Undertaker's ass now. 
that that could that could be a possibility. I just um you just keep Bray Wyatt far they, away from this. I know, they brought back they brought back like Roman or not Roman. They brought back Randy Orton, and bro, like they've done a terrible job with him since they brought him back. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> you bust his head open at SummerSlam and concuss him, so he can't wrestle for two months. You put him, you turn him heel and put him in the Wyatt family, which no one believes. No. And you, he, know, you know why you don't believe it? Because he's still coming out dressed like Randy Orton. Right. You know, it's like Randy like, Orton, he's got the, the, this hoodie on and like, bruh. Like, like, at least Daniel Bryan came out in the jumpsuit. Yeah. They, you know they, what I mean? They've got to get, you know, I think the problem is Randy Orton doesn't own clothes. You know, he uh, just he just shows up in the draws at all times, pretty much. And that's like he just what drives, it is. Like, he, like he's... Like when he's driving to to and from the airport from his house to the to the airport, he's in draws. Yep, in the draws and a t shirt. When he's on the airport, he's in the draws. In the draws. Or or he's in the breakaway pants. We've seen Orton in breakaways before. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think who else on SmackDown. I, I, I think uh I, I don't think we need to see Undertaker versus Kane at any point. Oh no! Um, hey, quick question. Yeah. Quick question. Randy Orton. Yeah. Yes or no? How do I say this? Yes, no, or I bet my fucking life on it. Randy Orton had he been born, uh, had, he, had he been born ten years later or, or ten years earlier, would have been a fanny pack guy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because I feel, I feel like I bet my fucking life on that. Yeah, he like, fanny pack guy like, sure. like Orton would have had, like, especially earlier in his career, oh, yes, he would have been concealing some shit, you know, in there. Oh, um, wow. You know. Uh, who, who else is out there for it? You know, can we get a Ziggler-Undertaker match? You know, to fly around for Undertaker out here? You know, yeah, I, yeah, I, I want to see the Undertaker fight as many random guys as possible. Just like for the DVD matches, like that are they're just on a SmackDown, like SmackDown main event. Uh, Paulo Cruz gets to fight the Undertaker this week. The the Undertaker hey, Open bro. Challenge. The Undertaker Open Challenge. The dead, wow. the, the dead man Open Challenge. Who wants to get buried? <sighs> man, I. It's weird, like, SmackDown's, I feel like SmackDown's in a better place because they actually, like, know what they want to do with um, their main event. Yep. And, like, and also, like, you know, like, when, once you have a cl- clear picture of who, you, of who your top guy is, it's so much easier to handle as opposed to, like, oh, I want, oh, we got this guy, we want to be number one guy, but we don't know, so uh, <laughs> it's a holding pattern and you're trying to figure this shit out for two years now, you or know. three years now, like, it's so much easier. To, like it's so much easier to look at the top of the car and be like, "Yeah, who's our guy? AJ Styles is our guy. Like everything right. else, we'll figure out." You're gonna be real blown but, when um, Baron Corbin be like, "I don't give a damn about no Undertaker." Oh my God, an Undertaker Baron Corbin match. I do not want to see that at all. Ugh. Oh, that match would not be good. Oh, I'm a younger version of you. Oh no, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Oh, like man. for one, I have more hair on top of my head, and I'm 52. That's oh wow, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, yeah, they um, yeah, they got to figure that out. But um, I don't know if we got too much more. Uh, you got anything you want to throw in, James? Uh, 
No, not really. Um, NXT's this week. The Samoa Joe versus Nakamura. Oh, yeah, that's right. So what else is on that card? Um, they've got Samoa Joe and Nakamura. Um, they've got the tag team finals. It, I believe it's the so, Authors of Pain versus TM61. Uh, the Revival will be taking on Gargano and Ciampa in a two out of three falls yeah. match. Look, bro. Two out of three falls? Two out of three falls. That's going to be the best match on the card. That's going to be the best match of a summer or Survivor Series weekend. Could be. Could be. Uh, Look, bro. I saw, I've seen Gargano and Ciampa uh, Russell all of one time, okay? <laughs> and, it, and it was that SummerSlam uh, takeover match, okay? If they do anything even approaching that, that's going to be the best match of, Russell, of uh, Survivor Series weekend. That shit was unbelievable. There are like three or four different finishes in that match that would have been like a yeah. WrestleMania finish for a tag match if there, if there was ever such thing as a tag match on WrestleMania. But... <laughs> that's how fantastic that 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 match was. So I'm I'm definitely there, bro. Uh, we got. I'm mid- off. I'm about this Johnny wrestling life. Yeah. One only one match, and I'm already a believer. Oh. <laughs> um, all it takes is one match. Yep. All you know. All I, t- all I need is one mic. Um. <laughs> we got Mickey right, James. Just... We uh, we've got yeah, go we, we've got the Sierra Reed Bowl. Um. Oscar <laughs> versus Mickey James. Uh, hopefully she can contain herself. What's up, Sierra? Watching this match, um, they uh, will be bringing Mickey James back for the first time in many, many years, and I feel like Oscar's gonna kick her fucking head in, and <laughs> and, and that's gonna ha- happen real smooth. Is it is it for the belt or no? Yes, for the belt. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, man, I'm. I'm really excited to see this because, like, um, there were times, you know, like it was about it was like after the Charlotte and Natalia NXT match um, from two years ago. Like, I started to look at like Mickey James and and Gail Kim matches on TNA, and I was just like, wow, these girls were really, really good, and it was beyond just like. A couple things that I saw from them in their tenures at WWE is like, wow, right. I would like to see them. Like, I want like it felt like almost like squandered like talent. Yep. Like so to see like Oscar and Mickey James back is like okay. Like I'm, I'm really interested. Like at WrestleMania 22 match between um, Mickey and and Trish is like one of my favorite women's matches that WWE's ever put on. So uh, I'm 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 really excited to see what they do. Um, but I still think that, you know, Asuka is such a freaking murderer that they'd have to bring out, like, big guns. Yep. Um, like, there's nobody in the roster that can really face her name. I actually believe that she actually will lose. But, like, bro, that, um, that match she had her against cool Bailey, thing. bro, like, that kick that she hit her with at the end, like, that shit was yeah. just, like, damn. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, we have so, Bobby. Like we might get a situation where, like you know, like every ten, like for the, until they finally figure this out, like every like NXT takeover here on out is like uh, until they decide to bring her up is like Oscar versus like Gail Kim. Yep, or, the, the Oscar open know, challenge. Yeah, like the Oscar open challenge and takeover. Like, look, all y'all beneath me. Like, let y'all bring in some real talent. Uh, we've got Ty Dillinger versus Bobby Roode in the battle of uh, who will get booed here. 
Uh, because Bobby Roode is a Canadian and everyone goes crazy for the glorious thing. And Ty Dillinger, all that perfect ten shit has gotten over. It pretty much turned uh, Andrade Cien Almas into a heel. Uh, people just decide to, they're with Ty Dillinger now. Um, I think he's going to do what he's always done and take the L here. <laughs> um, yes, he's taking that L. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to do this match, but it is a predicted match. Uh, probably Andrade San Almas versus Cedric Alexander. Um, he turned on, on him one time on TV. Um, no Austin Aries, no Hideo Itami again. Um, so they could, you know, substitute those guys in there and see that. But it's going to be a decent card, it looks like. And, of course, you know, Nakamura's going to represent the main event. So, but, yeah, uh, Authors of Pain and get to see TM61. So um, what do you think of these Authors of Pain guys, if, you, if you've seen them? Have not seen them. So we'll find out together. Thanks. So thank you for that. I appreciate uh, that. I haven't been watching as much NXT lately, but um, there's a lot of fucking wrestling to watch starting on Saturday. Um, they've got Survivor. Yeah. They, they've got the NXT uh, show Saturday night. They've got Survivor Series, which is going to be a four-hour show starting at seven, and there's a two-hour pre-show for it. So it's going to start at five. Yes, unbelievable. Two-hour pre-show. I don't even know what's on the pre-show. Um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they just cut it to one. It's like, like, what the fuck? Like, like, we need to listen to Lita talk, really? Like, uh, I'll pass. Um, then, you know, you get that, you get the long show. Then, the next day, you get Raw, and then you get SmackDown. So, how many hours is that? Like, you, you're gonna have, like, a probably a three-hour show with the TakeOver show, or two and a you half. Want, you wanna ask, look, the answer is too many. Yep. You know, WWE, more is more. Always remember that. Yeah. More is more. But, yeah, um, we are quite deep into this podcast ourselves. And in order to, to not fall under more is more, we're going to end this motherfucker now. Um, <laughs> make sure you guys check out uh, some of the columns that we're putting out, uh, or I'm putting out. I dropped one uh, about the 15 ripoffs that we all hate. I don't know if you've read it yet, James, but number one, you're going to enjoy. Okay. Uh, I'll check it out. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I, you know, I when Goldberg came back for me, um, there was only one question. It wasn't, you know, you know, do you do you think he's going to be booked properly? No. Will he? Who's he going to fight? No, I didn't really care about that either. All I cared about was would he use the correct fucking music? And I'm <laughs> proud to say. That for most of the time, even though they snuck it in there at the end, they wanted to just do that bullshit. That they played the real the whole time. So, shouts out to them for doing that. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, James, you got anything to add? Um, no, I, I, I think you know, um, we're at that, we're at that point now where. It starts becoming the dark days of the year. You know, once you get past SummerSlam, you're just like, ugh. But, um, so I, I, what is the pay-per-view that Raw is going to have in December? Raw is going to have Roadblock. Oh, that's right. They're going to have two Roadblocks in the year. I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. 
Why, I don't understand. Why didn't? Why couldn't they think of another t- like pay per view name besides Roblox? No idea. Like they own a bunch like, of they, different ones. They like, don't they use... have like? Don't they still have like freaking Armageddon. like Armageddon and stuff? Yep. They they have all these things. Trade bar. Bring it. Bring out the Illumination Chamber. Why not? Like just just do something. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Maybe they bring that back on the road to WrestleMania. Now that since I'm they have, sure since they have since somebody. they have two belts again. Now they could do that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's going to yeah. wrap up the show. Because wasn't it basically, like, for the longest it was, like, or Survivor, sorry, Royal Rumble for one belt and then Elimination Chamber for the other belt? Or for number one contender, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. And do all that foolishness. But, yeah, that's going to wrap up the show. We'll holler at y'all when we do. Uh, enjoy Survivor Series and everything else. If you guys want to go ahead and take care of our WrestleMania tickets, if you find some, feel free to send them to us. You just have to hit us on social media, and uh, we'll go ahead and take those off your hands for you. But uh, that's going to wrap it up. Peace. Later.